Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. What's up, guys? Ryan here with Torture Talk Podcast. And Tamara was hot on the spot. I have no clue. Our editor may or may not edit that out because that was Don't pretty it, special. <laughs> Tamara is over the moon right now. She actually hit the record button before I even was like, did the countdown. So um, we're off to a good start. Something special is definitely going to happen on this podcast now. I feel like, right? <laughs> Unicorn kind of day. <laughs> day. All right. Well, uh, lots of things are happening. The economy is crap. Our president can't put two sentences together. Um, AI is taking over the world and China balloons are now know everything about us that they didn't already know from our text messages, emails, and the microphones in our pockets. So uh, doom and gloom all over the world. What are we going to do? We're going to rely on IDA to fix all of our problems. So we brought them on the <laughs> podcast today. Uh, Amy and Brenton, uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. Happy to be here. So how are you going to fix China's spying balloons? No, but you guys came on. It's been what? Probably a month and a half, two months. Yeah, yeah probably two months ago, something like that. Okay. You know, three. And maybe. I told you guys then, like, you know, let's try to get you guys on pretty regularly just to give updates. And I think it's important information. And uh, I want to help promote you guys and, and also uh, give our audience updates on what's going on in the industry from IDA's perspective. So there's a couple key topics that you guys wanted to chat about. I got a couple. So we'll start with uh, the one that you guys were talking about with the voting. Um, the one thing that just got passed, can you guys elaborate on that? Yeah. Um, so, and we talked about it last time we were uh, on uh, on the podcast, Ryan. So we had a vote uh, to change the bylaws to allow more members to be involved in the leadership of IDA and the direction that we're going with IDA uh, through volunteership on their committees. You know, prior to the the vote, uh, all of our committees were managed and and manned by or manned or womaned by uh, uh, directors only. And so uh, we're happy to say that uh, we we made a pretty big change and uh, we had more people vote than we thought was going to vote and it was overwhelmingly for the change like you know 10 to 1 uh for this change so yeah i would uh, like to give a shout out to all of our listeners for taking action and everybody in the garage door owners group we promoted it there we put it in our email newsletter such and such media customers podcast listeners gdu members thank you so much because i do feel like that's super helpful for our industry right yeah, Absolutely. it's super helpful for our industry. And and what what happens now though is is now it is the call to action. So now that everybody's all excited about making changes and and being able to help is we're going to send out a call to action in the next couple of weeks looking for volunteers. You know, 
looking for somebody who's like, I have a passion for membership, or I have a passion for marketing, or I have whatever your passion is. I have a passion for training garage door guys, or, you know, those types of things. So we're going to be sending that out um, in the next couple of weeks. Um, Amy, you want to kind of go over like what that's going to look like or what they might expect in their email? Sure, absolutely. So we're going to outline the four, we have four major committees, membership, uh, marketing, communications, education, and events. And then within those committees, we have a couple of task force that we're going to be starting one similar to uh, Garage Door Safety Month when that's taking place that will assist with some promotions there, as well as anybody that wants to get involved with IDEA and the certification program. We're going to include that as well. Uh, member benefits, just general marketing, a whole bunch of everything. If you want to help plan expo, there'll be a task group for that. Um, basically, we want to hear from our from our members, and the more people that can get involved, the the stronger the association can be together. So we're excited. Uh, form will come out, and the board will be able to review those. Obviously, we're going to put a limit on it, so we're not going to have gigantic committees, um, but we would like to focus between that ten and fifteen range. Uh, board member would still be the chair of the committee, so they can report back to the board with any suggestions and updates that we might come up with in the committee. So there's that line of communication. So that the committee is not just doing work just to be heard, but it's uh, you know something we can get accomplished and put on the, the action items for the for the year. Very nice. So you guys, do you guys use like a project management software to organize all that? We will have a project management software. We use Smartsheets that we'll be using internally here and on our operations side. Uh, and then on the board side, we just we just came up with our action plan. So it will be built into our action plan for each of those committees. Yeah, so we we put together coming out of our strategic planning we did in January, we kind of put together like a roadmap of where we think we want to go, like we need to be over there. And these <laughs> committees are going to be, they're going to be figuring out how to get us over there, you know, and, and the best way to get over there. Listen, Amy, if this doesn't work out, call me. I would love <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> you just barely got her. You can't have her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on one second. Um, no, but uh, so all good things, uh, like if if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm sitting there thinking, man, I love my industry. I love the people of the industry. I want to help, but I'm like stretched and things are crazy right now. Like how how much of a commitment would this be and what does that look like? Absolutely. So we will be meeting mostly Zoom meetings. Uh, most of the committees meet monthly. Some meet every six weeks. And then we'll also be meeting in person during our either Educon events or Expo, depending on what takes place. So there won't be a lot of travel involved, except for those two in-person meetings for the most part. And, and there's task force, you know, kind of specific task force. So like if we have the Expo committee uh, or, you know, events committee that's putting together events, there's going to be, you know, task force assigned, you know, that are going to be doing, call it, you know, individual items, like maybe somebody goes out and scopes out a location for us with some of the staff members, or maybe someone sources, uh, you know, speaker topics or ideas or works in a small group to put together uh, what the, the session topics we want to look for are. Speaking topics. <laughs> Speaking topics, yes. Or you could have somebody in charge of that and then just tell me who it is so I can manipulate them. Ah, yes. <laughs> I think we have our first volunteer. Can you send him, you send him the form? I'm a volunteer well. by proxy. So like someone else can do it. I just want to Did tell you hear them. that? He just volunteered. Yeah. Yes, yes. Volunteers. We'll be in touch with Tamara. Yeah. So in short, it, 
it it's going to be kind of like as much as you want it to be. Um, there, you know, it, it could be an hour or two a month, and if you decide to be on a subcommittee as well, yeah, you. I mean, it's it's, it's really very. Good. And plus, I could easily manipulate your answers. Whatever. <laughs> you have so little faith in me. No, I'm saying like, I think you actually would do really well at that. I was thinking that I but should apply. I also feel like I could probably like. End my ear a little. End your ear a little. <laughs> I mean, like, what about this topic? You should probably yeah. this out there. <laughs> well, and it doesn't have to be. Off? I'll trade you a day off for throwing this topic in. No, I was kidding. <laughs> And it doesn't have to be, you know, the the voting member, the primary representative of the company. It can be anyone in the company. You know, if there's someone yeah. on your marketing team that wants to be involved, then that's where their specialty is. Bring them on. I mean, okay. that's kind of what we're looking for. Cool. I wonder if we can get all of the spots between. All <laughs> and then you can just take it a little too far, right? Yeah. We're yep. going to try. Ooh, we're going to try to live it over. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So. Uh, we also have another subject that's super important and I'm going to kind of skip one that you guys talked about in the middle and go straight to Florida. Um, mm -hmm. can you explain what's happening in Florida and how that's affecting door companies? Yeah, so effectively what happened is last year, uh, well, historically speaking in Florida, garage door companies received their licensing to be able to, you know, be a licensed subcontractor. Um, by the county. So that was regulated by each individual county. Um, so there's, I don't know how many counties in Florida, 30 of them or something like that. So there were 30 different standards of what you needed to do and have to be able to be a garage door company and was managed at the county level. Um, so the state last year passed a bill that basically said, um, we're going to take over these, you know, standards and, and, and licensing requirements. And if we are regulating it, the county can no longer regulate it. So basically they said, sorry, county, we're going to take this away from you guys and we're going to regulate it at the state level. We're going to make it consistent and other things like that. Um, but what they did was they didn't really realize how big of an impact that would have on Government. a number of subcontractors, uh, you know, garage door guys included in that. And so um, all of a sudden, all of the garage door companies now if they if they don't fix the bill and fix the law have to be actual general contractors not just a specialty license for uh for overhead doors which is what they're what they've had at the county level so um you know we've received a number of inquiries and and have been involved a little bit you know we pushed against this about a year ago and nobody else kind of wanted to get involved and um and it's come back around but uh, you know, basically, people saying, "Hey, we're we're either going to go out of business, or they don't have the testing even done for us to get the license that the state says we now have to have, and and a bunch of other things like that." So, um, we're getting involved to try and figure out one, what is the best way to do this, and and me personally, I think it is a state license that is consistent throughout the state, has reciprocity throughout the state, because that's kind of. The, the way it's done in the past was if you're licensed in one county, you can only work in that county. You, if you want to be like, you want to go work in another county, you have to get a different license. In another county, you have to get a different license. And they don't all have the same requirements. So, you know, we're we're looking at getting it to where there's a correct license with the correct requirements and it's at a state level and it has reciprocity across the whole state so that um, so that there's, uh, you know, kind of like a, a minimum standard of excellency in our in our you know industry in that state. But uh, 
in the meantime, we just got to get them to fix it because come June, we're going to have everybody that's either breaking the law or or going out of business. And that's not good for anybody. Change your name to undercover garage doors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Fly by night. <laughs> yeah, fly by. <laughs> I um, you know, funny thing, a lot of people like, you know, not not to go too deep into details, but I was uh, hanging out with a friend of mine who law, works for a law firm, and Brenton, you know, some of my challenges, but like the term overhead door, he was like, you know, we were talking about intellectual property and overhead door, and he's mm -hmm. like, you know, he said you could really get away with doing like over the cranial um apparatus and i was like what dude he's like yeah you should change the name to over cranial apparatus and then patent that <laughs> but i thought it was funny instead of overhead door mm -hmm. over the over crane yeah anyway By that i thought it was hilarious but maybe you just need to know the whole story i don't know we won't go into that today um that battle has been fought on many fronts yeah. So on the other hand, uh, we have an event coming up, uh, Educon in Louisville, Kentucky. And um, like, I, I don't know what to expect. So I'd like to hear from you guys. Like, do you guys have a bunch of people uh, already signed up? I'm hearing a lot of buzz from people wanting to attend. I think Louisville is almost like the perfect location because you can pull people from Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky, like it's kind of centrally Virginia. It's very well located. Amy, you're smiling. I'm imagining that's her idea. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, but very smart location, by the way, Amy. I don't know if that was yours or not. Can't that say credit for that one. <laughs> Whose was it? It was uh, it was a group effort from the committee. Yeah. <laughs> well, good job. I do think that that is a wonderful location. Louisville is a great town. Um, I got photos I can show y'all. I got to sneak out onto the racetrack and take photos. Oh, cool. And then they leave everything unlocked. And then I got to sneak <laughs> out on the Louisville football field and take pictures at the 50 yard line until Very I was cool. asked to leave from the loudspeaker. Um, <laughs> Not so. <different. laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. They just leave everything unlocked. Plus, it's the home of Papa John's. Fun mm. fact. <laughs> I, I didn't did know not, that. I did not know that. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to go back, but um, <laughs> I was kidding. Um, so how's it looking for attendance? You guys have everybody signed up yet? Uh, well, we've only been open for three weeks and we are ahead of where we were at this point in fall. So that's great. We have almost all of our booths, I believe, are committed at this point. So we will have a mm -hmm. full show floor, that's which excellent. we're excited about. Uh, we also will have IDEA will be there as well with our registration and some of our other vendors. So we're looking forward. And I, I hear you guys make an, might make an appearance as well. So we- uh... Yeah, we're trying to finalize <laughs> doing the podcast live. That'd We'd like awesome. to do live. Sometimes at these events, the internet's a little spotty, so it's hard to do live. But we love doing live podcasts at events. So we're going to try to set that up and um, just bring a bunch of people on and talk about the event and- introduce a bunch of people. So if you want to get on the podcast and uh, that would be a great way to do it, jump on for 15, 20 minutes, talk about your business, uh, check out the vendor booths, hang out with other door companies. Uh, so we'd love to, you know, if you guys see us there, make sure to stop. We're going to be looking for people to bring on. 
no one wants to see me sitting at the IDA EduCon just talking by myself. <laughs> so uh, we're going to need to yeah. have a bunch of people. Come on. I think, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be great having, you know, trying to do a live podcast or even just live interviews if you're not able to do it, you know, um, at the opening party, um, because the opening party is going to be on the show floor. So all the vendors that are got booths and stuff, they're going to set up their booths. And then um, I believe it's Thursday evening. Uh, we're going to have the opening party and it'll be with the vendors and the attendees, anybody that's, you know, uh, going to be there all together. And uh, it's kind of like a little show opener and drinks and appetizers. And it was really get liquored up so we can yeah, get, a show we'll, and do we'll a get a liquored up. So they'll tell the truth on your podcast. Right. What is, what is something no one knows about you? <laughs> we'll get you'll, you'll, you'll have to find out at the, at the opening party. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. And, so, then, and then just to touch on that too, we're also going to be giving out the technician of the year award at that mm -hmm. event too. And yep. that's where the changeover will happen for our board as well. So we'll be welcoming uh, Wes Perry as our new president during that time too. Very nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Wes Perry. And congratulations to whoever the tech of the year is, which I guess we won't know until that day, right? Nope. You won't know until then. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> there could, so, maybe there could be an announcement. Somebody's on the fence about attending. Uh, what usually it's just uncertainty, right? So, like, can you give us a scope of what this is going to look like? Some of the um popular sessions that you think might be speaking on or whatever. Uh, what do you guys what do you guys think? And like, what's the draw? What's the pull? Other than obviously Torch and Talk podcast, you can get <laughs> on the show live. Other than that, like, what are, what are some things that people are going to be able to do or hear or learn while they're there? Sure. Well, our full, our full schedule is on our website, doors.org with all of our speaker bios on there too. So if anybody wants to check out more detail, there are a couple of things we're bringing back from fall because they had really good reviews. Uh, the two day commercial rolling and rolling steel door school will be happening um, as well as uh, we have I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it, but <laughs> what Byron's speaking on, Breton, did you, did you hear him speak last, last I did, time? Yeah, so, yeah, so it's we're, more of a, we're basically over, overall, we're, we're trying to make it so that you can come and there'll be something for whatever part of the business that you deal with. So correct. if they, I go and I bring my office manager and uh, two sales guys and some technicians, whatever, you know, it's local, so it's not too far to go. I can put my technicians in the two-day school or they can do other IDEA testing while they're there. Um, I can, there's a presentation on recruiting and, and uh, recruiting and maintaining employees. There's uh, Byron's presentation, which is on uh, pricing strategies and, and managing pricing. He kind of modified it. It was kind of like pricing in COVID, but now it's kind of being like pricing and planning as we go into a potential recession and how to kind of manage that a little bit. So he, if you listened to Byron's either uh, at when we were in New Orleans, he, he's modified that. So it's kind of a little bit more pertinent to the current time. And he's he made some changes there. Um, we're going to have a, kind of a, a, just a motivational kind of keynote to open things up, stuff like that. So there should be a little bit for each individual person on managing your business, growing your business, you know, helping find employees, other things like that. Um, and basically the feedback that we got coming out of New Orleans was, this is great. You guys need to do more of this stuff. You know, we understand technicians need to learn and we need to figure out how to read P&Ls and other things like that. But 
um, we want you to teach us how to grow our business or how to be excited about business or other things like that. So um, that's why we maintain some of the some of the speakers from New Orleans and got a couple others and uh, basically taking everything that we learned in New Orleans and moving it and, you know, kind of always trying to make it a little bit better. You know, we, we adjusted the show floor a little bit. We adjusted the timeframes a little bit and stuff like that so that we're maximizing uh, the amount of time that, you know, our members or non-members that want to attend, they got to pay more, but got to want to attend, can gain, can gain from this. You yeah, know, then, we did but, virtual door dealer conference. One of the top things people liked was round tables. Um, I've never seen like IDA do round tables before, but those are like, those are awesome. Uh, something that you guys might want to try out, but people love talking to other dealers and getting ideas and like, you know, that's the whole premise of what GDU um, was launched on was the feedback hmm. we got from virtual door dealer conference and being able to like find out, oh, I'm not the only one that deals with this. Everybody else is dealing with it too. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with it? And then you get to go back with a plan and you know that other people have done it and it worked and it saves you tons of pain and heartache of, of trying to figure it out yourself or trial and error. So that round table discussions, I think are like super valuable. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. really. It, and it gives you a resource too. You know, if you go back, you, you know, somebody that you met might be able to ha- provide you with that answer for the challenge that you're, you're dealing with. That's a great idea. And it kind forces of all of us to talk to each other too. You it know? does. It's, it's, it's so awkward when you go in there, it's like an eighth grade dance with all right. boys. Standing against the wall. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's on the outskirts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of a side note. That's, when, when we had to cancel Expo in New Orleans during COVID, um, we were trying to figure out like, okay, what, what, what is the most important thing to our members? You know, do they, is it the show? Do they want us to visit with the vendors? Is it the parties? Is it, you know, being able to network and get together with people that you only see and everything like that? And, and by far, the being able to be in person with other people in our industry was was the biggest part of it. I mean, they they want to see the show and they want to talk to their vendors and it's a time for that. Um, but uh, you know, that's they 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 want to be together with their friends. That's the biggest part. They want to be together with their friends, they want to talk to guys, they want to network, do round tables, other things like that. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers... I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. 
You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. It's so funny, you know, I'm what I came from a white collar background and you would think like blue collar guys are tough and rough and like, I want to go sit in my chair and drink a beer and watch, you know, whatever, right? Cheers or whatever. But like <laughs> you guys, door guys love the idea of getting pedicures together. Like this is like, <laughs> you know, and you never would imagine that that would be a thing coming from outside the industry. Like, is, that, is that the new, is that the new scholarship? Uh, you know, the scholarship uh, <laughs> outing is we're, we're going to get Manny Petty's. Hundred percent. These guys are maybe yeah maybe in the fall, but this year we're actually going to be at the Fraser Kentucky History Museum and doing some bourbon tasting. So that's an option for for Friday night fundraising event. So anybody can everybody's going to get a sweet you know takeaway from that the IDA specific takeaway. You got to show up to get it. Is it an NFT? No. Uh, yeah we know some bourbon drinkers in our group for sure yeah Yeah. when my liver is just not happy with me from all the previous years so i've had to cut back on drinking like 99.9 percent so it's a it's a tasting so it's a tasting not a drinking it's a tasting tell your liver that it's just a tasting (laughs) it just doesn't do me right anymore i don't know (laughs) My liver is like, we were on overload trying to recover from the last 20 years. So we're going to back off. Um, yeah. All right. No, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time though. We, uh, we're hoping to have, you know, a couple hundred people that get together and, uh, and, and get the things that they need for their business, for their networking, for meeting some vendors, you know, all the things. Yeah, we are we are running a promotion too. So if you're not a member of IDA but you want to come, there's actually a package deal. So you mm-hmm. can join and also get a little bit of a reduced membership dues for the rest of 2023. So if you yep. have anybody that's interested that's in checking us out, they can come cheap, and man. it is. <laughs> but you come check us out and then receive all the member benefits for the rest of the year too. What is the um what's the membership um price now? The deal is $600 and that would get your registration and membership dues. And that's the deal yeah. or that's the total? That's, that's the deal. Flat. Okay. What is yep. the? Yeah. So the total membership right now, the minimum membership for IDA is 375 okay. and it's based on, it's based on revenue of the company. So it's either 375, 475 or 575 um, with the highest tier being, you know, focused on people that are, what is it? 5 million and 5 million in revenue oh. and over yeah um you know and and that comes with you know unlimited additional locations so you don't have to pay for extra locations and other things like that and so um but it's all based on revenue because we wanted to you know not price out somebody that's on the the they'll call it the lower spectrum on revenue we want them to they actually probably get the most benefit so so we want to make it uh, good for them and then uh, the guys that have more locations or more revenue, larger companies pay a little bit more, but they get other things that they used to have to pay for with that. So we kind of streamlined it a little bit. Awesome. So let's talk about, uh, have there been any new developments on the the Google spam front? Mm-hmm. Yes, actually just yesterday, um, a investigative reporter from NBC Los Angeles uh, reached out to Tom Wadsworth because she knew Tom 
And then uh, Tom referred her to me and I spoke with her for about an hour yesterday um, for this same thing. You know, she wasn't calling specifically about garage door scams and the Google, you know, local service ads and other things like that. But during the course of the conversation, we figured out that that's exactly what it was. Um, and uh, there was a, you know, sadly, a, a, an old lady in Orange County that paid like $9,000 for springs, an operator and a service. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So um, we've, you know, talked with her um, and put her in touch with a couple of people there. Byron, who's a director for IDAs in Orange County and a victim of, uh, uh, of that. And uh, so we put her in touch with a couple of people and made her aware of that. Um, also, uh, what is it? She just local to Los Angeles. She is just local to Los Angeles, but she's with NBC. And then also um, a reporter from Flor out of Florida from CBS. Same okay. thing. Yep, local service ads. We're actually hoping that that guy will be in Louisville doing in-person interviews. Uh, you know of uh, people that are either affected by uh, you know spam or you know all the different names of what you can call the things that happen <laughs> online. Um, so we're trying to get him to come to Louisville to actually do in-person interviews um, and uh, trying to get a little bit more national attention for what's going on right now. I think that, um, like, have you guys created a committee for this yet? IDA doesn't have a specific committee, but there is uh, an industry task force that involves, like I'm on it, Amy's on it. Um, there's a couple of guys from the Precision Group that are on it. Um, is Jason and... Um... Uh, Mike Brickner is on it. Mike's still in uh, They got what? a card, right? Is he still working for Precision? Yeah, he's still doing stuff for Precision. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what his ownership or other things like that are, but he's still he's still working for Precision, doing stuff for the for the franchise as a whole. Um, and then uh, Ben, uh, the advisor, Fisher. Ben Fisher is uh, is Jason a part of group. Um, uh. And then Dasma has uh, the Dasma marketing girl is on that group. I can't remember her name right now. So we got uh, somebody from Dasma that's a part of it as well. But I think we're going to start, if we can get some traction, we'll start branching out that group um, to get a little bit more involvement because it seems like I would like to locally it works, but nationally it's like we're not getting a lot of traction. I can help with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can I help with the, getting the national attract. Uh, so, so. I've got a couple ideas. Um, so the the reporter based out of Tampa is ready to interview anyone that's willing to go on camera. So he's been yep. speaking with a couple of our members independently, but being able to really go on camera and and tell the story is what he's looking for. So if there's anyone that's interested in doing that, they can reach out to me and we can connect you with that reporter for sure. Okay. Brenton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You, this is this is the top. You're this <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I think that it's time that we, but we need to get. It needs to be coordinated, and there needs to be a lot of dealers. It can't just be one. Yeah, um, we got to get we got to get a lot of people involved. Um, so I, I, I actually recorded a video the other day. Um exposing a bunch of spam and how to recognize it. And I had this post all typed up and I was about to click the button 
And for some reason, dude, I just felt like I needed to delete it. Um, <laughs> just you hold have, on for a little bit. Huh? Just hold on to it for just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a mixture of like timing, but also like, you know, you got to be ready, which, which I've got the, I've got the forces, um, you know, I, I got people that are probably as good or better than the ones that would come after me, but you, you know, they, they have, they have developers, they got programmers, they got hackers on their side. Um, and so when you do that, um, this is why it probably needs to be done like a big, you guys are going to have to be careful sticking people in front of a camera and letting one person be the guy. Oh, guy, okay, yeah. It has yeah. to be done on that. They're going to bring yeah. full force against that person, right? Sure. Sure. I can probably handle it because I got on a, friends with people who are hackers. I can yeah. get my crew involved well, and, in and I, a battle. And I think that's been the challenge, you know, because obviously it's a lot of the smaller companies that seem to be impacted the most and they obviously don't want to lose any more business. So there's that, yeah. that fine line of how to, how to stand up for what you, what's right, but also trying to protect your, your business and your livelihood. You need a bunch. And I think we yeah. can coordinate that. Um, you know, yesterday we need a bunch and we need them to not be all in one place. You right. know, we need, we need somebody from, and, and we've seen this and it's, it's no, literally no less than organized crime. That's yes. really what it is. I mean, um, but you know, we've seen it in Florida. Obviously, I think you guys said that you, you've had it there, or even have been a victim of it. We have reports and somebody who actually came forward, who was one of the technicians kind of down the food chain on this, that's, uh, out of Chicago, um, that NBC reporter is out of Southern California, you know? And so we need, yeah, we need it in more than one place. We need more people to come forward and say, here's my story. Here's what it is. And so we can compile that and then be like, here it is on a silver platter. And, and they can't just pick on one person and, and ruin one oh, person's right. online business. I can get on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Life goal. No, I, I love Joe Rogan, <laughs> but I can get on there and we can talk about this because yeah. it's, a, it's not just our industry. There there's oh, foreign yeah. entities infiltrating corporations and businesses. This is, this is coming from different angles. You have, you have the ground game, like what's happening in the garage door industry, but you also have a lot of companies who are controlled by other countries who are like private equity firms buying up uh, whole industries you know, and so you, you have this whole like thing happening right now where America is made up of Americans who come from many different countries, but we're starting to be controlled by outside entities, our farmland, our businesses, everything. And I keep track of all that. I'm, I'm not like a doomsday prepper or anything, um, but I, I watch the economy every single day I study the economy. I study stocks. I study financials. You know, I'll watch when they release the CPI and all this stuff. Um, and it led me down this path. And then also being a garage door company, you see this and you start talking to other people and it's kind of happened in their industries. And so you have these groups of people who come in. We need to probably get the guy we talked to yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday? Eric? No, I don't want to say his name. No, it oh. wasn't. <laughs> Oh, that guy. Yes. Yes. That guy. <laughs> it really wasn't Derek, y'all. Derek no, it was wasn't Derek. <laughs> this guy is a garage door business owner. And right. 
he literally set up a sting operation and recorded calling these people and got it all on video and literally paid them to do the service and everything. He's in the door industry and he's got the video footage. Um, we're, we're talking about doing that right now in Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we just do it all over the country. I think, I think we just, and then because the thing is, is that they're everywhere. And in order to be able to really bust the case open, you have to figure it out. But there's like this guy that we talked to the other day, um, like let's catch a predator. Yeah. So, yep. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. So what we, what we, what I knew and what this guy the other day confirmed is there's multiple layers, right? And, and there's the guys on the ground are literally buying leads uh, from these marketing, basically a marketing company. Right. Um, call center somewhere that has a call center. Right. And there's some overseas and some here. This guy said that he actually talked to one of the technicians um, and the guy spilled the beans and was talking about how it's a whole group of Israelis, but the main operation all boils down to one guy um, who's in Bulgaria. And <laughs> so he, he was like, this is how this whole operation works, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I set up a sting and I got this video and I got all this evidence, but he's got it all right. Um, and so, and he talked to one of their employees who kind of spilled the beans uh, or their contractors who spilled the beans on this whole thing. So the guys on the ground, you know, you're not going to get anywhere with them because I don't think they really truly know a whole lot, but the next level up is where you got to get. Yeah. I think the guys on the ground, um, and it's the same way we've got that. We've got a guy that came forward because he, you know, had a, a, a crisis of conscience on what he was doing and stuff like that. And he's just a guy, you know, he's just a peon in the, in the system that they put together um, but that's what I, I think is um, if you catch the guy on the ground, all your, you know, it's, that's reactive. You know, you, he's going to, the police are probably not going to do anything. Right. The, 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 you know, the agencies that are in charge of call it policing or regulating our industry or, or that type of a situation are not going to do anything at that level. Plus, if you do do something at that level, five minutes later, he's going to be like, you know, Instead of ABC garage door service, he's going to be CDE garage door service and yeah. buying the same leads and doing the exact same thing a week later. Um, so, yeah, I agree. You know, got to if we're going to do something, it has to be, again, on that national level, large scale, you know, coordinated, do the sting operation in five different cities on the same day, you know, type of whatever. Um, but get somebody that could get us information on what's one or two steps up the food chain um it, and it, and our industry is particularly susceptible to it because it has kind of the standards to to get into our industry are one inconsistent everywhere unenforced most places that there is any kind of enforcement and it's easy to buy parts it's easy it's not a hard trade to learn it's a hard trade to master and be good at and build a business in and stuff but it's not a hard trade to learn how to scam people in. And it's very similar to locksmith, which is why mm. all these people do locksmith and garage doors. Mm -hmm. Yep. Gains you access to someone's home. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's nuts. Well, is there anything else that you guys want to announce any secrets that you haven't shared yet that you would like to let our audience in on? 
Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, boy, we're going to give all the secrets at the podcast. Party live. In yeah. Louisville, live. Air. No. Um, no, just that uh, we continue to make changes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm coming to the, the end of my term as president and I'll move into past president. Um, but I'm going to continue to push to make the changes that are needed to keep our industry and, and IDA relevant. Um, Why don't we and, rewrite the laws and have a vote on it that you get to extend your, <laughs> your uh, So my wife would be like, um, no. <laughs> She's like, so do I gain back the 20 hours a week you spend doing that and on phone call? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I got to put that back into the business that's been suffering for yeah. two years. So, um, he's so not going to be on the board, but he, he's going to yeah. chair every committee that we're now starting with the new group. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the committee cheerleader. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So. But the, you know, I can't stress enough. We want feedback. And some people say that we haven't, and we stuck our head in the sand in the past couple of years and that, uh, you know, we, we kind of siloed ourselves over here and stuff like that. And, and I am continuing even as past president to try and break down those walls and, and say, if you want something different, then let's do it. And, and this volunteer thing is, is the, not the first step, but a big step in that direction. And when is that call to action email coming out? Should be about uh, two weeks. I can, I can shoot you uh, a text or email when, when we're ready to send that out. Yeah. You can have it by not this coming Tuesday, but the next Tuesday we can include it with our notes and posts yeah there we okay. go great action item on the time frame yeah, yeah or anybody that's interested can always email me amy at doors.org it's the simplest email out there if you're interested i'll put you in my in my list and once it's launched we can communicate that too okay and yeah. then what other feedback have you received that you guys are working on um, we are working on continuing education that continues to be uh, a big feedback from dealers is we don't know where to get education. And if we do get it, it's not specific to our industry outside of IDEA. Um, what about David so, Mount? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So David Mount was an, was an IDA actually appointed David Mount to the IDEA board. And, uh, and so, um, we're in talks. I don't know if we've reached out to him now, but Melissa was like, Melissa, who's on one of the directors, um, actually had David come down and do a training at her facility and said it was awesome. Jeez. And so um, <laughs> he's also one of our presenters for the fire marshals course that um, I think we are Saturday. Yep. Yeah, on Saturday in Louisville, we're doing the fire fire marshals uh, training course, and David is, I think, going to be one of the presenters there. At least he was. So continuing education, industry specific education, is probably the. <laughs> thing that we hear that people want um and then i can't uh, get enough of david mount yeah <laughs> like, i'm serious if if you if you guys promoted him and he's trying to grow that side of his business i don't i've already had the conversation with him he's gonna have to do some like ai carbon copy something <laughs> book himself out too far soon but i genuinely believe that he's the answer to a lot of problems when it comes to training We've had them here. We fly people up and mm -hmm. every single time, dude, our guys always come away with more confidence, better understanding and uh, better prepared in the field. So um, I, I, I'm a cheerleader of his and 
you know, he's great for our industry. So I don't know anybody else like him in our industry that does what he does at that level. Yeah. And that's, that's the hard part is, is David is one guy and he's awesome. I actually have it on one of my items that I need to do is to reach out to him about flying him out to our business in California Here, and I do it. Let me call him real quick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, how do we, how do we help him scale his business? How do we, you know, work with manufacturers to try and standardize some kind of training that then they can also offer, you know, uh, you know, that type of those types of things. And then how do we even one step further than that? How do we create something to where those standards and those trainings lead into something as far as a requirement for our business? Yeah. Licensing requirements or installer requirements or, or whatever that means down mm -hmm. the road. Well, I have something I want to say, but I'm going to wait till we go off here. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll tell everybody what it was. I'm going to drive everybody crazy. I'm going to get text messages. Would you tell them? <laughs> what was it? What was it? Um, yeah. All right. Well, this is super helpful. Thank you so much. Um, again, I think we do this again in another two months or whatever, because I'll okay. be, well, it'll be April. So we'll just do the, we'll just do the yeah. live. You guys can come on. You both are going to be there. Yep. Yeah. Great. We'll have y'all on the show there. Uh, we'll stream it live on like YouTube and Facebook, and then we'll also post it on our normal podcast. And so uh, we'll do that. I'm just going to have to have like really good internet. Um, so if we have that. We should be good to rock and roll. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we cut off? Tamara, anything? No, I just appreciate you guys. Thank you for being on today. Thanks for having us back. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, it worked out once. So try number two um, <laughs> about the progress and i uh, just want to say thank you uh brenton for everything you've done during your term tell your wife thank you from the whole industry <laughs> i guess i can speak for the industry in this case uh because you know we can definitely see a difference from before you and after you and so uh, we're very grateful for your you know you probably didn't get paid or paid a lot to do this so um <laughs> thank you and i i got i got paid a big fat zero it was all this <laughs> is my heart right <laughs> so but you know what dude you're you created a legacy with a lot of people that um so it's not gone on notice and all of our listeners if you're out there um you appreciate what britain's done give him a shout out let him know because it's enough that we hear all the complaints in the world and the haters, but we don't hear all the good things enough. So uh, just hit Britton up, tell him how much you appreciate him. If you're going to Louisville, pull him aside, uh, buy, him, buy him a free drink, um, <laughs> get him drunk, get him on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then Amy, again, like from my first impression, you were really sharp. And uh, I really appreciate you coming in with a purpose and really wanting to make a difference. And so uh, thank you uh, as well, because I'm feeling it from our side and kind of hearing things and I'm really excited about the direction things are going. Well, thank you for having and trusting me to uh, come back. <laughs> Look yeah, forward to working with you in the future. Awesome. Uh, and then we're going to cut this off and I'm going to ask my question. <laughs> no, thank you guys for following along. We appreciate you. If you uh, need to reach out, hit me up on Facebook. Make sure you're following along on Facebook, Torsion Talk Podcast. Also check out G GDU, Garage Door U on Facebook. We're posting some really good stuff that we're going through in our group. So when we have a group meeting, 
Tamara will pull out like one of the cool topics that we talk about and post it. And there's like a whole little discussion that happens below there, but great information. Make sure you check that out and then make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. Thank you. Be safe and stay warm.